tonight at Maniac Marketers. I welcome you. Uh, hey Alan, Jerry Lynn, Moses, and uh, all who are coming in. And uh, my apologies, uh, if I sound a little rough, I do have a little bit of a cold, so I try to keep my barking at a minimum and my sniffling to a minimum. But I want to go ahead and get started here and be respectful of your time. If you would like to uh, join in with me uh, on, uh, on any of these points, uh, uh, in the conference tonight, you know, just put them there in the in the chat. <clears throat> I trust that everyone can hear me. It always amazes me how anyone can hear me because my volume is turned almost all the way down, uh, and I, yet I have people tell me that I'm coming in loud and clear. Uh, and Jerry Lynn says that she can hear me. Uh, good deal. So let's let's go ahead and get started. Our title tonight is Self-Discipline as a Price Tag of Leadership in a Work-at-Home Business. And this is part four of a series. It comes, my uh, material comes from a book by John Maxwell. He's a leader in the, in the industry. And uh, the book title is Developing the Leader Within You. And we take his material on leadership and uh, in tailor to what it means for us in a work at home business because you know uh, our uh, work at home business is you know sometimes a little different uh, than what a traditional business is but we need to keep those uh, those points in mind uh, as we develop our business uh, 
So, uh, so that's why it's uh, good for us uh, just kind of talk about those things. Well, let's first talk about why people come to a work-at-home business. What's their What's their reasons? Uh, I have a list here. I'm not going to go into detail with them, but uh, uh, and it's not an exhaustive list by any means. But uh, here's just a, a few uh, that I could think of that a, a person might come into a, a work-at-home business. That's the lure of lots of money, you know, promises of making thousands of dollars overnight, stuff like that. Replacement income, maybe somebody got hurt uh, or lost their job. Fed up with your boss, you just don't like the way that person's attitude or the way they do things. Uh, some people, like me, want the, the BYOB method. Be your own boss. Uh, you like to, you just like to be able to do things as you know to do them and it makes sense for you. Some people want freedom and flexibility. Be able just to take off and, uh, and go traveling around the country or sometimes just a short day or two trip and uh, just be able to do it and not have to ask anybody for permission. Uh, and then others are family and family legacy. They want to spend time with their family or they want to uh, be able to uh, uh, hand their business off uh, to their family. <coughs> so these may fit you. It, it may not. You may have something else entirely different here, but these are just a few ideas uh, of why a person comes to work at home business. But I want to say one thing. Whatever reason that you come to a work at home business, that's not enough. It's not enough. It's just it's just not. Uh, what you need to have is a dream. So what is your dream? Because your dream is your staying power. That's what's going to keep you in the business. That's what's going to keep you focused on your business, whatever that is. And uh, you know, it's it's going to be your driving force uh, to uh, for the success of your business. Now I've got a, a few uh, pictures here. Uh, the, you know, these may fit you. Uh, you may have something entirely different. Uh, you know, I can't uh, encompass uh, everyone's dreams, uh, but you know, I've just kind of gathered some things here, uh, just kind of throw out there. Of course, you know, with each of these pictures, you know, you could probably <coughs> pick pick out two or three of these dreams, uh, and then, like I say, you, you may have something entirely different. But like, uh, maybe you'd like to go to a an Indy car race. Uh, maybe uh, sit there at the uh, start finish line and watch them go across the line uh, uh, maybe you just like to go to the grounds uh, maybe not necessarily be a uh, participant in the day event but maybe just go there as a as a trip sometime to uh, learn about what the Indy 500 is what what made it so famous stuff like that they got uh, all kinds of museums there on the grounds uh, that you can do uh, Oh, I'm sorry, Alan. I didn't realize I was coughing. Uh, but, uh, 
that you know you could you, you you could be a participant in the in the race. Uh, you can also you know. Oh, okay, your cough. I'm sorry, Alan. I hope you uh, get get better. Uh, but uh, you know, let me uh, let me back up here uh, on uh, just going to the race itself and being able to uh, go to the racetrack and uh, and boy and I've I've actually. Uh, camped out right beside the racetrack on that Saturday night and then uh, the race is on that Sunday morning and when you wake up man you can just feel it in the air that something's gonna happen and it's like uh, it's like electricity in the air and uh, and that's so thick that you could cut it with a knife boys a, a lot of times I'd like I wish I could, get, could just cut me off of that piece and you know just savor that because it's so awesome so you know, just going to the race and watching it is one thing. Being able to uh, go there and and uh, learn about some of the history is another thing. Uh, you could even go and uh, uh, the, the tradition is when the winner, uh, you know, wins, he and uh, or she. Uh, there hasn't been a woman that's won the Indy 500 yet, <clears throat> but uh, the winning driver and his team or her team will uh, line up and they'll kiss that row of bricks. And that row of bricks actually goes on to the other side of the pagoda. So, uh, like before the ra before and after the race, uh, you can see people kneel down to get their picture taken of them kissing the bricks. I got a, a picture of my boys uh, doing that. Uh, you know, you could go to the museum. You could see all these cars that have uh, raced uh, in the Indy 500 from back clear back to like I think it's 1911. Uh, I mean, I don't have all the cars, but I have all the winning cars uh, there. Uh, and then uh, uh, you can learn about the history. Uh, you could even play a, uh, a round of golf. they got a golf course out there in the middle of this thing. So there's all kinds of things that you could do. And maybe that's your thing, is to, to go somewhere and play uh, on a PGA-type golf course. So, uh, so there's that. Maybe your dream is to be an astronaut. Uh, could you see yourself in an astronaut suit? Uh, or maybe it's just to go exploring somewhere. Maybe to uh, climb a mountain or something. Or uh, maybe a small small hill or something. Uh, or, just to, or just to be able to, to go on vacation somewhere. And, uh, and spend time with your family. Uh, and, uh, and watch them... Uh, get involved in some of this uh, kind of stuff, and uh, you know, uh, this one is uh, at uh, uh, Kennedy Space Center, and uh, Moses on the Moon. There you go, buddy. Hey, you know, there's uh, people uh, that have been able to uh, uh, to pay to be able to go up in space. So uh, hey, you know, it's possible, and uh, the way our Space explorations getting it, uh, getting, you know, hey, maybe it could happen in our lifetime. So either that or maybe your kids. <coughs> Excuse me. How about just sitting out on a beach somewhere, watching the sun come up, watching the waves roll in with the morning tide, and uh, you know, just clear out there. Uh, that'd be a dream of yours, and uh, you know, just 
take a take a look and just imagine uh, looking across the water there and uh, what what would be the first thing that you would see if you traveled straight east and uh, you know I think if I remember right it, uh, it wouldn't be nothing until I got to Africa and to me that is just so I don't know lack of words uh, phenomenal to even think about that there's this huge immense uh, body of water that's uh, there's nothing between me and the next continent uh, and you know there's no telling you know what kind of creatures are between me and Africa whether it's octopus sharks uh, you know all, all these different squids you know uh, whatever whatever's out there so but you know, just waking up on the beach or maybe walking down the beach maybe it's just uh, enjoying some alone time uh, by yourself maybe you could take your sweetheart and just walk up and down the beach and uh, just kind of enjoy uh, the, the creation there you know what's your dream yeah. is your dream maybe a, a new car could you see yourself in a, in a, in a Mustang what's your favorite car uh, anybody have a, a favorite car one of my favorite cars is is the Ford Mustang. That's kind of why I put that there. Anybody have a, a favorite car? Yeah. You see yourself in that car? Maybe uh, if you're not in the car, maybe standing beside of it, touching it, feeling it, and uh, you know, thinking that, man, this is my baby. I could see myself driving this thing taking my family with me and we're just going on a trip just cruising <coughs> what's your dream yeah maybe it's just to take a Sunday afternoon drive maybe uh, maybe it's the weather's just perfect you roll down the windows just take a little Sunday afternoon drive not necessarily going anywhere just taking some time off and just enjoying uh, being able to be with your family. Ah, there you go, James. James uh, wants a new Dodge Grand Caravan. There you go. What kind of stuff would you have in it, James? <coughs> what color would it be? James is answering me here. Will it be decked out? Power windows? Uh, I, I don't even know what all they have. I think they even have a, uh, what is it, automatic sliding doors or something like that. Push button and the, and the doors will roll back for you. You don't even have to get out of the car anymore. I know some cars are like, or some vans are like that. But yeah. Get you a picture of that Dodge Dodge Grand Caravan. Just the basic and maybe captain seat in the back. Ah, there you go. James is ready to ride in style. Cool. Yeah. Get you a picture of that. You'd see it. Uh, 
here's my here's my dream Harley Davidson being able to get on that thing I I still picture myself on this one that I test wrote so many years ago but you know uh, the thing I need to do is I need to do it again and again and again I need to really keep that burn uh, in my memory uh, you know once was you know it's it's you can tell how long or uh, that it's you know it's burned in my memory because I just remember that ride so vividly but you know the thing is I need to go do it again and again and again and really uh, really get it ingrained into my brain and and then then uh, you know let my brain just kind of take over and uh, and you know and it will power my uh, what I'm doing in my business so you need to you know whatever your dream is you know you got to uh, you got to dream big dream big uh, I think the I heard, see I heard a saying here some time ago uh, you know little dreams is okay but you know you got to really dream big and uh, that way you know that it's more than you that accomplished that it's something bigger and of course uh, the circles that I was running into the time they were talking about God uh, I don't mean to preach to you or anything like that but hey uh, that's just where my belief is that uh, you know God gives you a dream uh, he gives you a way to accomplish that dream as well let's talk about mentoring for a moment we want to mentor, mentor you to be a success in a work at home business that entails using the tools and being a leader in your business you know, we want that for you so we've been talking about the price tag of leadership and that is self-discipline and we've been talking about uh, the process for developing personal discipline so we're ready to uh, to carry on with that and so we're going to talk about developing integrity the book Profiles of Leadership reveals the answers America's top business and government leaders gave when asked what quality they thought was most important to their success as leaders. Their unanimous answer, integrity. Integrity is the human quality most necessary to business success according to the 1300 senior executives who responded to a recent survey. 71% put it at the top of a list of 16 traits responsible for enhancing an executive's effectiveness. The dictionary defines integrity as the state of being complete, unified. <coughs> when people have integrity, their words and deeds match up. They are who they are, no matter where they are or who they're with. People with integrity are not divided, that's duplicity, or merely pretending, that's of course hypocrisy. They are whole and their lies are put together. People with integrity have nothing to hide and nothing to fear. Their lives are open books. Integrity in a leader must be demonstrated daily in a number of tangible ways. These are five that Maxwell says uh, uh, strives to demonstrate to those that, that he leads. The first one here 
is I will, I will live what I teach. Deciding what to be is more important than deciding what to do. Often we ask young people, what are you going to do when you grow up? But the more important question is, what are you going to be? The character decision must be made before a career is chosen. Early in Maxwell's years of leadership, he read a poem by Howard A. Walter and adopted its principles. And the poem goes like this. It's called Character. I would be true, for there are those who trust me. I would be pure, for there are those who care. I would be strong, for there are those who suffer. I would be brave, for there is much to dare. I would be friend of all, the foe, the friendless. I would be giving and forget the gift. I would be humble, for I know my weakness. I would look up and laugh and love and lift. So you got to you got to live what you teach. And sometimes you know it's sometimes a little tough. Some you know sometimes we we slip up, but you know we always start over and you know we keep trying to do the best that we can. And uh, but you know we try to uh, you know we try to live up to. Uh, what we have, uh, you know, what what we want to measure up to, and it's dependent on us. Okay. I will do what I say. If I promise something to a subordinate, colleague, or superior, I want to keep my word. The Center for Creative Leadership in Greensboro, North Carolina, released a study of 21 high potential executives who were terminated from their companies or forced to retire early. The one universal character flaw or unforgivable sin which always led to downfall was betraying a trust. That is, not doing something that was promised. <coughs> so if you promise somebody something... <coughs> Excuse me, I need a drink here. Uh, So if you promise somebody something, you got to you got to uh, follow through with that. You know, my my kids sometimes you know they say, "Dad, you said," and it's like, "Did I really say that?" You know, if I said it, then you know I'm obligated to go you know to fulfill what uh, they said I said. But if I didn't. Then you know they, you know they messed up somewhere, and so uh, it's, and sometimes it's just sometimes it's a little game that you know play with uh, kids. You know it's like uh, oh uh, when we were first moving in uh, here to this house, <coughs> my uh, my uh, see my boys and I had just, had just brought a load of stuff over, and it was around uh, around. 12 o'clock, it was about lunchtime, and uh, anyway, where we live, there's two ways to really kind of go where we needed to go, back to our apartment, to get more stuff, and uh, my son, 
my older son, he said, can we go to some of the stuff? And I said, well, son, I said, if we go buy some of the stuff, we'll stop and get something to eat. Okay? And then, uh, anyway, we got in the car, and uh, to go to some of the stuff, I would need to turn left and go down two blocks and then, and then go up. Well, I turned right. And my younger son sitting in the back seat. Now, he's probably about five years old at the time. And he's sitting in the back seat going, Dad, you're going the wrong way. Dad, you're going the wrong way. Dad, you're going the wrong way. And then, uh, but then, then he just didn't say anymore. Well, then I got to uh, this gas station. And I turned right, which is what I needed to do. And then my older son realized that uh, I wasn't turning left. And he goes, Dad, you said that if uh, that we were going to go to some and stuff. And I said, what did I say? He said, well, you said you, if you go buy some and stuff, we'd stop. I said, did we go buy some and stuff? Uh, and uh, he goes, no. I said, well said so you know I didn't I, I didn't have to uh, uh, fulfill that vow because I didn't say it but uh, it was just like I say it's just kind of a game that's why I was and I and I tell my kids uh, and that's why I train my kids too is to listen to what people say and also what they don't say so if you say something you're obligated to fulfill that and we did go back to the apartment and and, uh, and I fixed them something to eat so uh, it didn't cost me uh, an arm and a leg uh, to, to do all that anyway so uh, you got to do uh, what you say you gotta be honest with others if those who work with you, with you ever catch you misrepresenting the facts or covering up a problem uh, you know, you will lose credibility instantly, and it will not be easy to repair. Dr. William Schultz, a noted psychologist who developed truth and management strategies at Procter & Gamble and NASA, believes the key to productivity is how well people work together, and he believes that nothing increases compatibility like mutual trust and honesty. Dr. Schultz says, if people in business just told the truth, 80% to 90% of their problems would disappear. Trust and honesty are the means that allow individuals to cooperate so that they can all prosper. So, you know, if, if uh, we're honest with one another, hey, that's, you know, we just got to be us and, and be honest up front. And a lot of, uh, a lot of, uh, a lot of problems will be solved right at the very beginning. Number four, I will put what is best for others ahead of what is best for me. The organization I lead and those I work with must come first. When I put the organization's best interests ahead of mine, I keep integrity with those who hired me. When I put the interests of those I work with ahead of mine, I develop friendships and loyalty. And so you'll see here uh, the leadership pyramid, which I've uh, shown before. Uh, that's a good thing to, to follow. 
The higher a person rises in an organization, the less personal options and rights they should possess. So if you're a leader, you know, you have an obligation to, uh, to help the manager and, and the worker. And uh, you don't have as, as many rights because, you know, you, you have to, uh, you know, be in a leadership role. And you got to, uh, uh, you know, lead. Uh, sometimes, you know, in a lot of organizations, that's where uh, they fail is because they don't lead. Okay? So we got to, as a leader, we got to take care uh, of, uh, of people in our organization. <coughs> so you see that level one is the worker, uh, and that's got a wide base. Uh, and right above that is level two, not as wide, and that's the manager. Uh, we've talked about manager, and uh, we've talked about all three of these, uh, and then uh, of course the top one, uh, and it's not as wide uh, for the rights and stuff, is uh, level three, the leader. Okay. Number five, I will be transparent and vulnerable. Long ago, I realized that in working with people, I have two choices. I can close my arms and I can open them. Both choices have strengths and weaknesses. If I close my arms, I won't get hurt, but I will not get much help either. If I open my arms, I, will, I likely will get hurt, but I will also receive help. What has been my decision? I've opened my arms and allowed others to enjoy the journey with me. So if you got your arms open, <coughs> then you're inviting more people to come in with you along that journey. That's uh, that's your that's your greatest gift to others, and it's uh, not just to others, but it's a greatest gift to to you to have people that are willing to work and, and play alongside you as well. That's true of any leader. Pay now, play later. Uh, I bet we've heard that many times. There are two paths that people can take. They can either play now and pay later, or pay now and play later. Regardless of the choices, one thing is certain. Life will, will demand a payment. Now, Maxwell's father taught him this important discipline. Each week, he would lay out the chores for the next seven days. Many of them could be done any time during the week. Our goal was to complete... Our goal... Uh, I'm just reading it for, from Maxwell's. Maxwell's goal was to complete them by Saturday noon. If he completed, he could do something fun and with the family. If not completed, fun was forfeited and that individual stayed home to complete the chore. He needed to miss uh, his deadline only a couple of times to realize that he needed to pay up front and finish his work on time. This lesson has been pretty valuable to him and uh, in teaching it to his children. He wants them to realize that there is no such thing as a free lunch, that life is not a gift, it is an investment. The sooner they can take control of their desires and submit them to life's demands, the more successful they will become. John Foster said, A man without decision of character can never be said to belong to himself. 
He belongs to whatever can make captive of him. His friend Bill Classen often reminds him that when we pay later, the price is greater. <clears throat> I've known, I've never known a man worth his salt who, in the long run, deep down in his heart, didn't appreciate the grind, the discipline," said Vince Lombardi. I firmly believe that any man's finest hour, this greatest fulfillment to all he holds dear, is that moment when he has worked his heart out in a good cause and lies exhausted on the field of battle, victorious. So there's some words from uh, Vince Lombardi. Pay now, play later. <coughs> Become character driven instead of emotion driven. Most of the significant things done in the world were done by persons who were either too busy or too sick. They, there are few ideal and leisurely settings for the disciplines of growth, Robert Thornton Henderson said. And Teddy Roosevelt said, 90% of the work is done in this country by people who don't feel well. It is not doing the things we'd like to do, but doing the things we have to do that causes growth and makes us successful. John Luther said, There's no such thing as a perfect job. In any position you'll find some duties which, if they aren't onerous immediately, eventually will be. Success depends not merely on how well you do the things you enjoy, but how conscientiously you perform those duties you don't. <coughs> I know I've, I had to, I've been trying to teach my uh, older son that lesson because in a, less than a couple months he'll he'll be 18 years old and uh, there's oh last year it started that uh, he was sick like uh, once a month for a week almost a week at a time and uh, there was a of course toward the end of the year there was a couple times I said son you just got to go and deal uh, you can't afford to miss any more school and uh, and he did okay uh, through it. He, of course, he probably didn't like me that I made him go, but uh, you know it, it did pay off for him, and he was okay by the uh, by the end of the day. And it, sometimes it's just that he needed to move around a little bit. Well, uh, then we have a, a tenor Luciano Pavarotti is such a winner that he is often described by his admirers as the new Caruso. In a newspaper interview, the six-foot, 300-pound tenor asked, Do you want to know the hardest thing about being a singer? It is to sacrifice yourself every moment of your life with not one exclusion. For example, if it's raining, don't go out. Eat this, do this, sleep 10 hours a day. It is not a very free life. You cannot jump on a horse. You cannot go to swim. Successful people are willing to do the things unsuccessful people will not do. Maxwell's observation is that one of the things that makes a difference is, the, is this issue of being character-driven instead of emotion-driven. And here's the, <coughs> here's the difference. Uh, so, if you have a piece of paper there, on one side uh, it will be the character-driven people. And on the other column 
will be emotion-driven people. So, and I'll just, uh, so the first one that I'll read here will be the character-driven people. And then the second one that I'll read will be the emotion-driven people and how they think. Do right, then feel good. Feel good, then do right. Character. Are commitment-driven? Emotion. Are convenience-driven? Character. Make principles-based. Make principle-based decisions. Emotion. Make popular-based decisions. Character. Action controls attitude. Emotion. Attitude controls action. Character. Believe it, then see it. Emotion. See it, then believe it. Character. Create momentum. Emotion. Wait for momentum. Character. Ask, what are my responsibilities? Emotion. Ask, what are my rights? Character. Continue when problems arise. Emotion. Quit when problems arise. Character. Are steady driven. Emotion. Are moody. Character. Are leaders. Emotion. Are followers. The late Louis L. Lamour is one of the best-selling authors of all time. Nearly 230 million copies of his books are in print worldwide, and every one of his more than 100 books is still in print. When asked the key to his writing style, he responded, Start writing, no matter what. The water does not flow until the faucet is turned on. So there's good advice for people writing, uh, writing blogs, so just start writing. That's a good word for life. Sometimes what we need to do is just to do something. Help someone. Sometimes just getting into action will release power in our lives. We ought to adopt this as our motto for life. The water does not flow until the faucet is turned on. Good character is more to be praised than outstanding talent. Most talents are, to some extent, gifts. By contrast, good character is not given to us. We have to build it piece by piece, by thought, choice, courage, and determination. This will only be accomplished with a disciplined lifestyle. Stephen Covey said, If I try to use human influence strategies and tactics of how to get other people to do what I want, to work better, to be mo more motivated, to like me and each other, while my character is fundamentally flawed, marked by duplicity or insincerity, then in the long run, I cannot be successful. My duplicity will breed distrust in everything I do, even using so-called good human relations techniques, will per be perceived as manipulative. The manipulative. <coughs> it simply makes no difference how good the rhetoric is or even how good the intentions are. If there is little or no trust, 
there is no foundation for permanent success. Only, good, only basic goodness gives life to technique. <coughs> Excuse me for a second. So become character driven instead of emotion driven. Maniac Marketer's vision is to create leaders, to be successful in your own work-at-home business. With Maniac Marketers, you know, we're, we're going to teach you how to be a leader. We're going to put that out there for you. And, uh, and it is very much needed in your work-at-home business. Because if you're not a leader, you're not going to have much of a business. Now let's talk for a moment the marketing. Uh, as you may know, there are all kinds of marketing out there. There's comment, article, email, traffic exchanges, educational, relationship. There's a whole bunch of uh, different kinds of marketing things out there. These are just to name a few. Well, now we have the singularity of two ages. And what that means is uh, we're going to bring the information age and the social community age together. That's what's, ha that's what's going on in the marketplace right now. In the information age, we have people using Google, Bing, Yahoo, you know, these search engines to find information that they're wanting. And Google logs about 2 billion searches a day, so that's the, the mother of all search engines. And then uh, Bing has 10% of the search engine market, and Yahoo comes in third. Well, then we have the social community age. That's people coming together to share common interests. That's why Facebook, MySpace, Ning, Dig, Swidoo, YouTube have all grown significantly over the last few years. Now these marketing techniques of the social community age should enhance your marketing to the search engines. And really, they're, like I say, uh, they're coming together uh, faster than... Uh, uh, than what you may realize. Uh, so, uh, uh, so, but you you want to keep feeding the search engines, and you can feed those through uh, uh, the social communities as well. Well, our business is uh, our product supplier is Trivita. <coughs> Let me take a drink for a moment here. And uh, it's a health and wellness business. They have their foundation of uh, nutrition there. Your vitamin A through E and your iron supplements and your calcium supplements. Uh, they even have products there uh, to help people with uh, fruit and veggies. Uh, so, yeah, different things like that. So I have a bit uh, a basic foundation for that. They have some targeted nutrition. Uh, with uh, anti-inflammation products, uh, things like that of that nature. They even have kids vitamins. Kids are people too, and then they have weight loss products. Uh, so, uh, and these uh, now the the stuff in the the Leanology Shake Mix uh, and uh, and in their uh, their capsules are the same stuff that you would find. In uh, 
at your GNC stores, you know, like bodybuilders would use to go in and, and take these uh, amino acids uh, to help them uh, repair their body after a workout. Uh, it's not that they repair the body, but it uh, helps the body uh, uh, process quicker so you can heal uh, quicker. And that's where you... Uh, uh, you know, you grow your strength by uh, tearing the muscles down, but then uh, the amino acids and everything helps you to heal, and then that's how all that works. Well, anyway, uh, this, these uh, products have uh, all those amino acids in them, uh, free-form amino acids. That's what I liked about that because it it really did help me uh, to uh, uh, to uh, firm up. Uh, uh, when I was uh, lifting weights all the time. That's the thing that I'm missing right now is I need to uh, uh, get down to the gym. And uh, I just need to do it. So uh, the, so there's the vitamins. Trivita has a two-fold mission. They want to inspire and help people experience greater overall wellness. They want to give the people opportunity to create wealth for life purposes. So, you know, all that they do is based on these two things. Uh, Trivita has uh, their own TV station. They have their own radio station. They print their own magazines. Uh, they publish emails. And all that is to help people to know more about uh, uh, their health and wellness and what Trivita has to offer and, uh, and how to attack, you know, like people suffer from... Uh, various things uh, you know like I suffer from asthma and uh, so uh, you know I enjoy reading the stuff on anti-inflammation products uh, and uh, and how all that works uh, to help me to be better so uh, they're doing the the front and back end marketing for you and you can go and uh, participate in that and uh, and you can what well, they have a program called uh, the MAP program stands for Media Acquisition Program, and uh, you can uh, buy customers, and so you can immediately have people in your business right away. So uh, that's so you can start off successful that way. Also, we have a, a marketing tool for fifty four ninety five. You got this uh, uh, marketing system called Veritech, and in this marketing system these are this is just a uh, uh, partial list there's all kinds of uh, things uh, in here that I haven't listed but this, these are just a few there's lead generation system classified ad system splash page maker ad submission tool blogging system uh, bulk mailer tracking tools <laughs> even the conference room that we're sitting in right now is all a part of the marketing system and we'll show you how to use all those things together and uh, and so you can create an effective marketing uh, of your products whatever you're whatever you're moving we'd love to have you uh, be a part of Trivita and help you that way uh, but you know we're also understand that uh, you may have a, already have a business and so you're just looking for some tools and uh, that's okay too we have a social community uh, that uh, that you can be a part of to promote uh, your business. It's called uh, tomorrowshomebusiness.ning.com, just like it says, all one word, tomorrowshomebusiness.ning.com. 
you can go there and you can post information through blogs and videos after you post you can uh, share your information with just a hit of a button and share it over to Facebook, Twitter, MySpace, Delicious, Dig, and StumbleUpon. So not only are you promoting your your link for for your blog, but when you share it out to these other communities, you're creating another link back to your blog. And uh, and these other communities get great traffic as well. So you can do that. You know, you can share that out in about five minutes. Uh, you're done with that. You've hit uh, see six six different communities uh, from just this one. Create your profile page to represent you. On mine is a picture of a Harley Davidson. I keep my dream in front of me, and so uh, uh, you can go there and kind of get a glimpse of uh, of what I like. Uh, I can show you where to go to. Uh, find uh, pages that that'll represent you. Profile pages are promotable on the search engine. So whatever business you have, if it's Trivita, that's great. If it's something else, you can put all your businesses on there and promote that one link, and you're promoting one page with all your links. <coughs> your you can uh, put uh, your RSS feed in there. So if you have some blogs. You can pet that going through your page. We're just people working together and in a relationship. And guys, what we're doing in this community is uh, is what it has you know has been going on for quite some time. You know the uh, what we're doing in this community is the same as a creative writing. You know, you're just you know you're doing it through one particular community. Uh, it's the same as what's going to be coming up with the Veritech uh, when uh, we relaunch or when we launch the V2. Uh, you're going to be doing the same stuff. This is just preparing you for that. So, you know, some of that, you know, that's that's coming out and that you're doing. You know, this community has been doing for quite a while. So, you know, I would you know plug in there. And just uh, you know, get get in the mindset, and uh, and then look at uh, look at my blogs. Uh, I noticed that uh, Butch had a uh, session this morning uh, that I wasn't able to attend to. That he's showing you how to uh, post your blogs uh, with bank links. Guys, go look at my blogs that I've been posting. I'm showing you how to do it, and if uh, you you know if you don't see it. Compare my blog with uh, some of the others that are in there. See what I'm doing different. I'm trying to show you exactly what Butch is is teaching me. You know, uh, it's it's there. You know, that's what we've been trying to tell you is that you know, hey, you know, we're giving you the examples. Uh, you know, we invite you to come and and. Yeah, it's just, it's the same thing as what you're doing there, <clears throat> and uh, you're you're gonna post the same way. <clears throat> and uh, anyway, uh, we invite you to come to there. See, there's my uh, there's my profile page. It's got my uh, got a Harley on it. <coughs> That's probably a little fancier than 
what I do. Besides that, it doesn't have a uh, a seat for the for the second person. But uh, as soon as I find one uh, that fits me, I I would put it up there. But I do have it. Uh, you know, I I do love motorcycles, and uh, you can see some of the videos there. And uh, you know, you can post a lot of things to this. It also has a. Uh, uh, you can like someone's page. You can like your own page. You can like someone else's blogs. You can uh, I Google uh, someone's uh, blog, meaning that you like their blog or whatever it is they post. Uh, you can uh, you can hit the link button for Facebook uh, and share it out to uh, share it out to Facebook of what you're uh, looking at. You can do that with your own uh, stuff as well. So, uh, you know, guys, there's just a lot there. I'm going to be doing some videos of uh, really how to use this community. But I invite you to come in and, and doing, uh, you know, the stuff that's being said. Like I say, you know, it's it's happening already. Uh, I just invite you to be a part of that. Uh, we are the Maniac Marketers. You know, Butch has shown me. A lot of stuff, and I am uh, I'm, uh, I'm always learning from books, and, uh, and I'm willing to share that uh, with you guys for all who enter. With Maniac Markers, we promise to teach you how to grow to be a leader, and and use your tools to build your work at home business. Now, as the Maniac Marketers, we're going to invite you to a successful work at home business, using the tools and everything. So, for more information, uh, you know, get back with the person who brought you here, uh, or you can contact me anytime. My name is Terry Allison. My Veritech system is T E R R Y S R dot V E R E T E K K dot C O M. My Trivita site is Trivita dot com slash one three one three four three four nine. My Skype is Allison Marketing Group. The community that I just showed you is Tomorrow's Home Business, all one word, dot ming dot com. And my conference room uh, is uh, Terry Allison's Conference Room dot com. And uh, I try to be in there uh, between 9 and 6. Uh, so 9 a.m. to 6 uh, p.m. Uh, Eastern Standard Time. So, well, thank you guys for for being a part of this. If you have any questions, just put them here. Otherwise, I I bid you good night.